Hello and welcome to It's a Gundam, the internet's best episode-by-episode Gundam Seed podcast that finished Gundam 00 and decided it was time to da 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 duel My name is Jeremy. I'm pinch hitting and batting zero. I'm Tyler. I could definitely see your batting average being that far below the Mendoza line, Tyler. My name is Zach. You know I used to play baseball, like on a team and everything. Okay, that doesn't mean you were any good. Oh no, it doesn't. <laughs> I just it just is a weird part of my life that I forget happens sometimes. Yeah, Kevin played football in uh, high school, and I remember that when he's telling it to me, and I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and then it leaves my brain. And yep. track, remember? Yeah, the well, field. Rem- he was the throwing side of track. We're watching episode 13 of Gundam Build Fighters today. Battle weapon. It's the baseball episode. Spoilers. Yeah, the obligatory baseball ep- episode that has to happen in every Gundam. You know, the one. Gundam Wing Baseball would be awful. Every other one I think I could endure. Which <laughs> endure. Mer- Mitra Mercury Baseball is going to be great. I still need to catch up on Witcher Mercury. But I started watching like the current season of anime, so I kind of don't want to drop them because I, I feel like if I drop them, I'm going to end up in the same spot of just not watching the rest of them, and I'm really enjoying at least the two that I'm watching. I am focusing on one at a time, which is a weird thing for me. I'm staying um, on two because they both come out on Mondays. That's fair. Or oh. maybe Sunday afternoon. I don't know. But they I watched them both on Monday afternoon. You'll be excited to know I finished book seven of So I'm a Spider, So What? I only have five more to go to catch up through the pile you gave me. <laughs> uh, did <laughs> you find out So to, What yet? I will have to find a place to put them. I have not figured out So What yet, actually. She is no longer a spider, though, so I feel like we've already... So she is. She now has her human form? Yep. Her god form? Spoilers, I guess. So I'm a god, so what? <laughs> that's, that's just a different anime. <laughs> If you're just joining us, there are no gods in this series yet. <laughs> it is instead the boy of Bluoni Boy, Say, and Radoni Boy, Reiji. They are a team of Gumpla battlers. Say is good at building Gumpla, but bad at controlling them. Reiji is good at controlling them and bad at life skills outside of that. <laughs> oh, I guess he's also good at fighting gangsters and rolling for initiative. <laughs> I feel like he's also weirdly charismatic in that he keeps convincing people to let him do stuff. Without having any notable skills. To he speak has an of. extremely high acrobatic skill. Oh, yeah, that's fair. We did see him chase Isla through that mall. Well, that actually, one time. we didn't see him chase, like, we didn't see him acrobatics after her high acrobatics check. He just teleported to we her. We do know he's a dex fighter, though. The only reason why I say we know he has high, de- or high acrobatic skill is because he's constantly being found in trees. That, too. He's good at appearing when needed. He, he is like half of the random encounter table of this series. Um, <laughs> I feel other like half, the other half is Caroline. Oh, I was going to say Yajima Caroline is on there too. <laughs> well, she's on there, but then like they have thugs. Yeah. We've encountered them a couple of times. Uh, and cops, I think. Are lo- and, and merchant whose bread you stole. <laughs> I don't think we have cops yet. I don't think the cops have shown up yet. Maybe you're right. That's why all the thugs are around. Anyway, we mentioned, we mentioned Ayla Yerkiainen, the Finnish champion who is working for a fracking magnate. To Gumpla battle with nine bathers. And the uh, the secondary lead in the Meat Bun Chronicles. Yeah, she is flirting with Reiji. Reiji may or may not be aware of it. They are both unaware that the other is a participant in the tournament. There's a tournament, by the way, because of course there is. They're at the World Finals. They're in the fuck around stage where there's not a bracket yet. And just whatever they say happens, happens. They're not in the find out stages yet? No, that's the top 16. But uh, they got to find out who's in the top 16. Yeah. There's also Ricardo Fellini, he's Italian, and Mao, who's not in this episode, I don't think. Majin Kawaguchi, who is not their high school rival, Yuki, but knows a lot about him. Oh, Mao's in this episode, remember, because he gets a paintbrush. Oh, you're right. You're, a, they're both in this airbrush. episode. Uh, and Kalala, the Gumpla idol, who is also the MC for the tournament. And seems to have a crush on Ricardo Fellini. They're flirting. 
they're definitely having con sex. I don't know beyond that what their feelings are for one <laughs> for each other. Who else be in this show? Oh, Chena, who is Say's class rep, who has a crush on him and vice versa. She's a cute art girl. And Ralsan, who's just Ramba Ral. And Rinko Say's mom and the captain of the Chena sh- uh, Chena Say ship. Yeah. What is the official name of that ship? Does it have one? Uh, not that I'm aware of, but I'm sure it does. Cute art kids. <laughs> Sheena doesn't sound great. No, it doesn't, but neither does Che, so. Yeah, that just sounds like you're going to take over Cuba. Any characters I forgot? I feel like this one went really fast, but. Oh, there's uh, also. L- the... Luang Dalala. There's Luang Dalala, the Taiwanese champion who is mute as far as we can tell. No, he's, <laughs> no, he <laughs> speaks spoke... this episode. He, well, he spoke last episode, too. He's like, he, oh, not, cool not shield. He spoke uh, two episodes ago. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Uh, also, Chairman Mashida, the president of Gumpla who hates Reiji's face. <laughs> what would you call him? You're right, though. He does hate Reiji's face, specifically. <laughs> and has gotten his uh, his assistant, Baker-chan, to rig the tournament against Saiyan Reiji because he hates Reiji's face. There's also Alan, who is, uh, I think, uh, what's his name? Majin Kawaguchi's Kawaguchi's, familiar. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say mechanic. <laughs> Every time we just call him Alan, I'm thinking of Alan Tudyk, and that would be hilarious. <laughs> he looks just enough like him, right? I know. Like, he's too, Alan Tudyk is too old to play Alan, but if they made a Gundam Build Fighters movie, they already made a Gundam Build Fighters live action thing, and nobody has anything to say about it, which is concerning. <laughs> I guess that's everyone, and that, until we find someone really important, I'm like, how did we not mention them? Yep. I think that's good enough for now. Yeah. If you want to watch, you can do so on Crunchyroll. Again, we are watching episode 13, Battle Weapon, which starts at Say's hotel room. So apparently Say is going to pick up uh, China. Yeah. For something. Because Rambaral's dropping her off at the park. Yep. And Ray's like, okay, I'm just in the bathroom, not doing anything suspicious. As we see, he has put his wrist in ice water because it's swollen because he had to save the girl he was flirting with last episode. We get a flashback to that now. 1D3 thugs appeared, and Reggie lo- rolled poorly. <laughs> Reggie rolled like I've been rolling recently. One of them are, is armed with an aluminum baseball bat. Well, all three of them are, but one of them wins initiative. Reggie blocks with his magic genie band dangle. And this startles the uh, the thug. And Reggie's like, oh, now it's on. And then we cut back to real time, and he's like, I've had way worse injuries as Prince of Unspecifiedistan. I can deal with this. Yeah, that is, dude, that is really na- that, that is really bad. Yeah, no, it looks pr- it looks pretty awful. And y- y- you might want to get that checked out. That could be broken. Uh, Reggie doesn't believe in doctors, L- as in literally, he's never encountered the concept <laughs> of a doctor. <laughs> the opening scene plays. Although I have a sneaking suspicion, Reggie's injury is only going to be for this one episode. I yeah, I think so too. Even though it looks like it should be way worse than that, I'm like like th- that is a, that is a that is going to bother you for a couple of weeks. But maybe that's because I'm an old man, and now if I sleep wrong, I wake up and I'm like, man, my th- I'm never going to recover from this injury I got while sleeping. Yeah, teenagers think they're invincible, Zach, because they have healing. <laughs> not, not like Wolverine healing factors, just regular healing. <laughs> Their bodies are just able to recover from the decay. <laughs> I was going to say, both for sleep-related injuries and also probably Reiji's situation, just some ibuprofen would probably do wonders. But he probably doesn't believe in ibuprofen either. <laughs> ibuprofen, the miracle drug. <laughs> it kind of is. I mean, I'd kind of take ibuprofen for something bothering me. Ibuprofen. Aren't all drugs kind of miracle drugs? Yeah. Yeah, now that you pointed out, yes, that's like true. Like, fucking Dimatap is a miracle. <laughs> a delicious, delicious miracle. 
Porsche. <laughs> yeah, the opening scene uh, ends, and this episode is brought to you by Porsche. <laughs> Rumba Raw has... I love his, his, like, just leaning on his car, and then he gives his thumbs up and big smile towards Rage. You're like, yes, <laughs> young love. Yeah, Chino apparently got bored watching it at Rinko's place. So Say and Chino have an incredibly cute scene where Say is like, oh, man, you don't have to come cheer me on if you don't want. And Chino's like, what, you don't want me there? And Say's like, no, I just thought you'd, like, want to do something besides nerd shit. Well, like, while you're in the city. And she's like, well, there is actually plenty of non-nerd shit I could be doing. <laughs> And then Say gets just so, like, upset. Okay, can someone explain what this to me? This? I mean, so- I can, unfortunately, but you won't. it won't help. <laughs> so Robert Roll is like, my ass itches. <laughs> you know, it's like when somebody sneezes when you're talking. Yeah, yeah, I assumed it was one of those things. I just... But they decide to make a hemorrhoid joke that I, I feel like is so close to working, but boy, does it not. Yeah, well, because clearly the kids know about about as much about this trope as I do. Um, <laughs> well, it, it's an old man anime trope. It's like a 70s anime trope. So it's appropriate that it's a rumble roll. Yeah. yeah. So Reiji is hanging out in the uh, park. Wondering why Say is taking so long. They better <laughs> not be eating something yummy without me. And so then he lies down, and when he opens his eyes, there's an Isla in his face. <laughs> where she belongs. And he's like, oh. Sup? <laughs> yeah, I do love his reaction. He's like, yo. <laughs> She's like, hey, is your wrist okay? And he's like, I'm not that fragile. I have hit points. <laughs> she says, you seem pretty insensitive, which seems like a poor choice of words, but then again, she is Finnish. No, so I... Like, assu- she could just be getting the the uh, wrong word than what she actually means. No, given the look she's given him, I assume she did that on purpose because he's kind of a jerk. And he's like, hey, do you want to kung fu fight me? And she's like, I was, I don't care about you. I was just worried. I do love these two together. Yeah, like, she's they're like, great. I totally could have handled those and guys. And she's got the pouty face. I know. <laughs> oh. Then we cut back to Reiji having beaten all their asses. With like power attack the feet because he has punched and them. Cleave. <laughs> well, power attack is required for cleave. So exactly. And uh, so she's like, I could have done it, but you had to show up. And, and so, right- okay, that that's what I assumed last time is that he. It was a it was an honor thing. Yeah, he's like crazy. Like he's like allowing a woman to fight would besmirch my family's honor. And she's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And he's like, "Don't <laughs> worry about it. No one understands." Well, because even his supposed closest friend of uh, say doesn't really believe him when he tells him the truth. So anyway, Isla works herself up to say something, and finally stands up and thanks him for yesterday. And then she's like, okay, I'm, I'm leaving. That's about as much human interaction as I can stand now. And then she runs happily through the field. <laughs> While Reiji is watching her like, what the hell is going she's on? She's so weird and in <laughs> a change. Now everyone else is watching Reiji. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So Chino's like, hey, Say, you got the goss on her dish? Say's so like, nah, I don't know, man. I love I love Ron Maral leaning up against the tree and he's just like, man. Can't I get somebody? <laughs> Has Haman reincarnated into this universe yet? Say and Chino come out and they're like, hey, Reiji, who was that just now? And Say and Ray is like, I don't actually know. <laughs> and they're come on, dish the goss. Anyway, hemorrhoids joke 2.0. <laughs> Poor Rawlson. Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah, at- cut to the tactical truck. Yeah, just like I a feel like fucking this is, APC. Or I feel something. like this is the truck that comes out of Burst Angel. Like this is their <laughs> RV that just kind of is here now. Well, with the fracking money, they were able to buy it for Team Nemesis. <laughs> Because they're not staying in a hotel. Not when they could have Optimus Prime as their base of operations. <laughs> this is like an unparty bus, though. 
Anyway, Isla comes up and Nine is like, oh, you're late, Isla. And she's like, I'm deeply sorry. And he's like, you're lucky I'm typing at your Gumpla. <laughs> like, what is she late for exactly? Sleeping in the van, watching Nine type. <laughs> Cut to the arena where Chena is impressed by all the people. And Rambaral's like, hey, don't forget, there are also lots of people watching it on streams. And Kalala's like, anyway, we have a giant Gashapon machine. It'll determine your random weapon and opponent for the next match, the random weapon battle. Doesn't that sound fun and not like bullshit? <laughs> Doesn't that sound like Mario Party? So the <laughs> tournament thus far? <laughs> Man, that is so dumb. Yeah, this sounds like exactly what they strip out of Super Smash Brothers to make it competitive. I like how everyone is like, oh yeah, this seems like a legit challenge. Especially, and Robert Raw especially was like, hey, this may sound dumb, but you at home, it's not dumb. It's actually very smart. The thing is, like, this is the kind of thing that you wouldn't have as part of a full-fledged tournament. This is like an exhibition match type of thing. Yeah. This is the sort of thing a game developer puts in their game because they think it's cool and everyone keeps telling them it's not. It feels kind of like the same thing as, um, I can't remember the exact game mode, but in like Counter-Strike and whatnot where you start with one gun and then as soon as you get a kill, you get a new gun. Oh, yeah, Arms Race. That's the one. It feels kind of like that. Weirdly, I on... love Arms Race as a game mode, though, and I'm pretty sure I'd hate this. So. But uh, like I said, on this one, with like the top people, this is like an exhibition mode. Like This is something you show for, like, hey, this is April Fool's or something. Like This, this is a special event, so we're going to do something silly. But for an actual tournament event, that's like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. by contrast, Tyler, I love Super Smash Brothers with items, but they should not be on in tournament play. That is fair. Anyway, Isla, who I think we're supposed to think is a stick in the mud, is the only one with the right opinion of, this is ridiculous. To be fair, though, she has to put on her skin-tight costume, and I would also be grumpy if I had to wear that <laughs> to work. Like, it, it's weird because it, like, can it, it glows. Yeah. Like, it's got a connector, I guess. It's got a plug. It's just a plug suit, basically. Yes, that's exactly what it is. I love the... F- panache with which Ricardo Fellini spins the gosh upon. Well, this isn't his first battle tournament. So he got a 23, which I, whatever the hell that means. So I can imagine this in a manga being fine, just like a bunch of like cuts with panels and stuff. But here This is feel- excruciating to watch. <laughs> it takes so long. Yeah, they're definitely padding for time. And the thing stops differently for everybody. Well, it is rigged. Majin Kawakichi's pose is pretty decent, though. <laughs> Finally, they just Cut out a bunch of the other stuff. They get up to it. Saiyan Reiji being yeah, vague. So, yeah, I do so, love this like nod they give Kalala. Hi. Yeah, and she's like, hey, you kicked my ass that one time. And Reiji's about to go spin and he's like, oh, wait, my wrist. I forgot about that. Say, you do it. <laughs> and he's like, and, oh. Ra- and Say is like, uh, what's up? And Reiji's like, no, just do it. I'm not telling you because we're partners, so I can't tell you anything. And they get number 1313, or culturally in Japan, 44. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot. I forgot about the uh, four means death. Yeah, that, that but thing. But they pronounce like, what it, the hell's wrong with forty four? They pronounce it entirely differently, but it is death, death. Yes, and we also earlier we thought Luang had forty three, so they're matched up against him. And uh, Reiji sees him across the hall, basically, and then they make eye contact, and they're like, "Okay, well, I guess we're about to have an intense chat with him." Well, they remember that he instantly was able to see how the absorb shield work and shoot them with missiles, and he did fight them pretty well on a two-on-one. And so he comes over and is like, Mr. Say, 
Mr. Reggie. Dude, you guys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Like, the fact that he just starts nerding out at them. But he comes out up so intense at them. Like he's going to have a monologue. And then he's just like a cool bro. He's like, oh man, your gump was so cool. And Reggie, you're good at using it. You even used that giant useless gun that took 30 years to charge and pulled it off. I do love this because we haven't really seen this guy do very much. He's just been kind of like, Giving off the, this is going to be the current, like, rival problem character. Yeah. And he turns out to be just super chill. So, Say shakes his hand, and he gives his hand to Reggie to shake, but Reggie's wrist is still injured, so he instead decides to roll taunt. (laughs) He's like, hey, we're going to win, though. And uh, Wong is like, well, that's kind of intense, but all right, I can do the shonen thing. It does also still kind of feel like uh, one of those things where at the top level there's so few people that you don't really want to, you know, make everybody mad at you or make everybody hate you because, like, these are the people who are you're going to be dealing with a lot of the time. Then we cut to Baker Chan. He's like, ah, all according to Keku. Keku means plan. <laughs> you're going Isn't to defeat... Isn't it Keku? <laughs> I, it don't, is, I yes. don't know. <laughs> I just remember he- that's what uh, Heli said on a couple yeah, of the times. it's all we're... according to Keikaku. <laughs> Note, Keikaku means plan. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be defeated by Mr. Luang's hidden talents. They're oh. children. You're not supposed to take that out. That gets you on a list. <laughs> <laughs> and They're- then we get an eye catch, but we don't. Opening day for the MLB is like only about a month away now, which I'm going to say is an appropriate enough tie-in for this baseball-themed episode. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to lucky episode number 13 of Gundam Build Fighters with us, the one in which they play baseball real good. And I'm here to sell you the peanuts and popcorn and Cracker Jacks and also probably hot dogs and overpriced cheap beer that is our Patreon. That's not a very flattering analogy. But it's the one I'm sticking with. Uh, <laughs> hey, folks, uh, we just recorded a February bonus episode, which will be up fairly shortly over over on Patreon land, about Azure Lane slow ahead. Boy, was that an experience. I don't know. To date this, not that it needs any more dating than it already did, I'm, I'm out of ideas. I just got back from Pandemonium up in Fort Collins, which is a, an event where you get to try 12 different variations of Sad Panda, one of my favorite coffee stouts. So, that that's my energy today. Anyway, hey everyone, <laughs> thank you for listening. Um, let's go knock this one out of the park, and by that I mean finish the episode. Okay, bye. Anyway, we now get a much better montage of the actual battles. Weapon number one is Tonfas, because apparently the tournament organizers are as big a Nightwing fan as I am. <laughs> and Majin Kawaguchi gets Tonfas. I do love that we get a shot in this battle of the Camphor's Amazing's back and all of the thruster bells on it. Yep. Anyway, this guy is like, okay, I've got a sweet railgun. Take this. And it turns out to be a grappling cannon, which doesn't even work. He just Tonfas it away. <laughs> Decapitates it with Tonfas. Yep. This shot here, so many thruster bells. Mmm. <laughs> Feed them to me like grapes. That thing can thrust all over the place. I think it could use a couple more. <laughs> well, it's got some more in the front, Zach. <laughs> Mao was burdened with a paint spray gun, but his opponent got giant mallet, so he is able to spray up some desert in his face, cover the camera with spray paint, and steal the hammer. 
That's uh, Zeus Gundam, I think, from... Uh, I believe so. From uh, uh, Gundam. Gundam. Gundam, as some call it. <laughs> or just Gundam. Oh, man, maybe every time Zach calls it Double Lot, I should call it Gundam as revenge. <laughs> <laughs> just roll your Gs. And Mal points out that no one ever said you couldn't steal your opponent's, your opponent's gear. Isla has to fight a goon. Oh, no. With a yeah. shield. A shield that is also scissors. So she's got the weapon from Iron-Blooded Orphans. Which has not aired yet. So Iron-Blooded Orphans has this weapon from the series? <laughs> Correct. And I was like, God, I won. Get off my back, boss. <laughs> Niels Nielsen has some yo-yo from some super robot show that I don't understand the reference to, but I do love battle yo-yos, so I'll let it slide. Then he garrots and hangs. Yeah, this is a finishing move from that super robot show. Okay, gotcha. It is a reference to something, but I don't remember what. Anyway, Nils Nielsen, a nerd, is able to use it. <laughs> He's a big fan of Ness. This episode does feel like episode padding the episode. Uh, anyway, the German champion got a... Um, oh, this is what it was in relation to. A Wadom is like a wa- Wario ah. for a Dom. Anyway, he got a 9mm. Unfortunately, it is not to Gunplus scale. It is just a 9mm. <laughs> and Ricardo Fellini cuts him up with Sister Sword. Uh, actually, that's from... Um... What's it called? The Wadam is a weapon or a mobile suit from Tournay. Wadam. Yes. Get four point, Ricardo Fellini. <laughs> and now we've got Reiji and uh, Say versus Long Dalala, and we don't know what weapon they have. So China asks Rambaral, is Long Dalala strong? And Rambaral is like, he's like Shar Aznable, Johnny Raiden, or Ana Velgado. And China's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know who any of those people are. But that's okay, us, the audience, do. Uh, he does then explain he's really good. I know who one of those people are. Oh, you know Dash Rendar, Zach, from uh, video from Star Wars? From video yes. games. You know, Dash Rendar from video games. Yeah, he, he Johnny Ridden did- is the Dash Rendar to uh, Han Solo's Char Aznable. Okay, I got, I got you. <laughs> Uh, and he is a guy for a spinoff title that is legally distinct from the character we can't afford to get the rights to. He is the Crimson Lightning, and he has God a maroon... It mobile suit zaku um <laughs> anna Velgado is the antagonist of 0083 really quick does anyone remember what the name of dash randar's ship is the outrider oh well <laughs> do you maybe know I, what it is maybe i'm thinking of the coat kotor 2 ship that's like the century hawk the ebon hawk the ebon hawk is from kotor 1 isn't you it? have it in uh, kotor 2 as well okay okay you're flying the same ship his uh, dash render is the yt2400 the Millennium Falcon is a YT-1300, because I am I was a huge Star Wars nerd when I was younger. <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dash Rendar is just, uh, they smudged some paint over Han Solo's face, and that's how you get a Dash Rendar. <laughs> and he has a droid instead of a Wookiee. Anyway, the Starbuilt Strike launches. I mean, I guess on the benefit, you don't have to worry about your shield or gun getting damaged, so you don't have to fix that. Just your arm. Spoilers. <laughs> So Say and Reiji open their weapon container, and it's a glove and some balls. And a hat. Don't forget the stupid hat. Critical to the weapon. And Say's like, how are we going to fight with these as Reiji equips them? That is, <laughs> to be fair, it's supposed to look it, dumb. It's supposed to be dumb. Yeah, I know. The chairman is amused and is like, so uh, why did you give them those? And Baker's like, to give them a dramatic defeat, of course. And then a giant baseball stadium erupts around them. I like how no one else had special battlefield stuff like this. You know, this is now just reminding me of that uh, Dragon Ball Super Dragon episode. Ball Super episode, yeah, or Universe Seven wins because Yamcha actually played baseball once. 
Once upon a time. Yamcha was a brilliant baseball player. Goki just came in and ruined his life and got his girlfriend stolen. <laughs> now he just hangs out with Tien. Wasn't Yamcha a bandit when Goku first showed yes. up? Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> this is from the perspective of someone who had only watched Dragon Ball Z. Okay. But Luang Dalala has been equipped with baseball bat. And by that we mean an ogre club <laughs> with spikes Third protruding base from it. For- what the hell are I you- also- Third I love base, that- fourth? What the fuck does that even mean? It's fine. It's fine. I love that he uh, also gets a sun visor for his Ashi board. I, I forget what the name of the I bring it. I But it can't fit over the head, so it just ha- hunted off of one of the horns. <laughs> and Say is just like, are we seriously going to fucking do this? And, and Reiji, <laughs> what's baseball? And Say's like, wait, what? <laughs> Where are you from? And Reiji's like, I pelt him with the ball, right? And Say is like, no, Vegeta. <laughs> and Ramuro's like, ah, oh, if it's baseball, Say and Reiji will have the advantage. Even the best hitters have uh, only a 30% batting average. That's still wild to me. That I, I always think about that. Great baseball players fail 7 out of 10 times. Yep. Uh, it's almost inspirational. Not great pitchers. <laughs> From like, plus, nobody knows their pitching style. But, but unfortunately, Reiji's arm doesn't, or wrist doesn't work. Plus, Luang Dalala's hidden talent is... He's a baseball player. He was a former minor league champion. So anyway, Reggie goes for the first throw. His wrist messes up on the throw, and it's apparently way too easy to hit. Yep. Dalala rails it, and there's this amazing <laughs> shot of him leaving the field and hitting Kalala's drink into the stands where her fans are. Remember her fans. They yep. wear suits now. Please watch out for foul balls. <laughs> Reggie's like, wait, he actually hit it back? So Baker is like, Dalala was a member of the Thai national baseball team where he had a batting average of 89%. (laughs) 890? I like how the chairman's like, wow, it's like a manga. (laughs) I mean, the thing is, like, I think some major league players, you might get like 600 if they're playing in single A for whatever reason, although they're usually only down there for like a week doing rehab or something like that. This reads like somebody who doesn't actually know how baseball works. No, he's just that good, too much. Yeah, and it also seems like it would be enough for him to be a ringer who's a pro baseball player. I'm pretty sure a pro baseball player against an amateur could have a 100% batting average in that contest. And Baker's like, but why did he hit it foul? He could have easily hit a home run. You hired an honorable mercenary. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and Lung's like, I know you can do better than that. Your wrist probably messed up or something. Come at me with everything you got. And it's like, dude, my gunpla is not built for this. So Reggie's like, all right, how about this? Unfortunately, his wrist is still injured. And so he messes up. And Luang is like, not good enough. I must have overestimated you. See how b- small the flow of the ball is moving? I'm able to give this speech. Disappointed. So he hits the ball right at the star build strike. They try to catch it. Reggie has to use both hands. And it shatters the glove and the ball. And the arm. And the chairman's like, oh, no, they caught it. Long lost. And Baker's like, nope, the ball disintegrated, so it does not count. (laughs) Which does make me wonder how they'd rule that in baseball. I think that would just be a a ground rule home run if the ball is... I I think it'd be a ground... It wouldn't be a ground rule home run. It'd be a ground rule double. You think that's how they'd rule it? I guess that makes sense. Well, because the the way it is is if it lands in play and bounces out of play. Yeah, yeah, that's a ground, it's rule, a ground double. rule double. So if the ball has disintegrated, <laughs> you course, think it would be a. It depends on the actual pl- place because if you're in, say, Wrigley and the ball gets stuck in the fucking ivy, you can run around the bases until the player actually finds it because that's fucking <laughs> stupid. I think if you disintegrate the ball, you deserve a home run, is I guess where my opinion is. 
But anyway, in this case, it's just a foul ball. But Baker's like, yes, with this final ball, their gumpla will be destroyed. I'm not exactly sure how, because they could just get out of the way. But not if he hits it fast enough. This makes Chairman happy. Chairman will remember this. So says like the Giants are under a ton of strain regime. And when did you do that to your wrist? It's like giant in red. How did I miss it's that? It's swollen. How the hell? So say runs into Reiji's pilot chamber and is like, just let me do it. I've at least played baseball before. And Reiji's like, no, you suck. It's like, please, I need to do it. It's so much fun to Dude, face a Taiwanese person at baseball for the first time. He's like, yeah, I, I can do one more. And say it's just like, okay. Okay, I, I will let your shonen spirit go through. But do exactly what I say. Also, we need to use the RG system available in stores now. <laughs> <laughs> so are they going to get bigger? Because now it's a real grade? Real grades are the same scale as high grades. Oh, I don't know why I assumed real grades are bigger. I think it's because the only real grades I've ever picked up have been big. That's, I, 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 mean, actually, I think it might have been the one I got you for Christmas. And it was yeah, that's just a really big model, I guess. It's, it's a big kit. It's not that much bigger. It's just there's a lot of extra sprues for the funnels and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the Star Build Strike starts glowing. It's all blue. I kind of like the effect of the inner frame glowing. And Luang is like, excellent. I wanted to see all of your secret moves. Bring it on. Couldn't he have just beaten the shit out of them with the bat? I mean, (laughs) (laughs) probably. (laughs) I don't think he wants to. (laughs) But he could have, right? Probably. Anyway, they channel all of their power into the right hand. This hand of mine is burning red. It's loud balls. Tell me to wait. (laughs) (laughs) So Say teaches Reggie pitching stances. There is some excellent animation of the ball being squeezed. And Reggie throws a fastball. So fast the Starbelt strike turns into Reggie for a moment. <laughs> uh, and they do the classic Shonen baseball thing where the bat and the ball collide and it's like a beam struggle of the batter trying to get more power because that's how physics works. <laughs> yep. And it starts blowing the uh, bring a bind back. I can't remember which one it is. Where so- it, it's a baseball thing and uh, the, the ball. Ha- oh, it's it. It wasn't baseball. It's kill a kill when she's when it's the tennis. The oh, ball yep. scoots up the uh, racket and hits her in the face. Yep. Or now it's mistaking a spy X family when Yor hits the tennis ball and slices it into pieces <laughs> because with the she racket. tennis is too good. Anyway, this defeats the Abrigabine. and so the, the build, build strike win. wins the baseball battle, the base battle, if you will. And the chairman is like Baker. Why did he lose? He was not supposed to lose. And she just like looks away shyly and he's like, hey, why won't you say anything? I, I do love how she's just like looking away from him. Yeah, and shame. And Reggie's like, that was a piece of cake. And Long is like, hey, good match. Weird match. Don't know what was going on, but that was fun. I hope we get to fight for real sometime. And he offers his hand again. And, and Say takes it. Yep. And this time Reggie puts his hand out preemptively and offers his good hand. Yeah, he specifically offers him his left hand. And he's like, hey, we're going to win next time too. And Long's like, hmm, hope not. And Chairman's like, hey, now they're all smiling like it's a sitcom. They're going to freeze frame high five soon. Come and you're not talking. Why are you talking? <laughs> now she's turned all the way away from him. Yep. I mean, this does make a lot of sense because as I said before, the, like, the, the amount of people that you would know that would be competing at this level, we pretty much all know each other. Yep. Yeah, and San Reggio are new here. World level talent. That's also that's why they had that mixer. Unfortunately, they invited a bunch of teenagers to a mixer <laughs> with a bunch of adults. And that's the end of the episode. But wait, there's more. It's Twilight again. And we see Isla in her helmet being like, oh, my head hurts. And everything is tinted red like I've been injured in Call of Duty. I need to rest <laughs> in my room to recover my hit points. And then she overhears that Reggie. red-haired boy being like, hey, Gumpa Battle sure is cool, huh, Say? And Say is like, yes, I agree. Now go to the fucking doctor. 
<laughs> yeah, just before all that, you need to get to the doctor because holy shit, dude. And uh, Isla's like, no, the the boy I kind of like is going to be my opponent. Oh no. So what do you think of this one? This is dumb as shit. I hate this. Um, I liked the dumb baseball stuff. I thought it was fun. Yeah, I also think it's fun. Uh, but like I said last week, we are kind of in what is the drag of Gundam build fighters, where it's all the chairmen trying to set them up the bomb in various different ways. And what a weird gumpla competition this is. That said, the like different things are better than just straight fights, I think, because it gives more variety. I just think we've gone too long without a straight fight between some characters we care about. This just feels like filler. Like, nothing's happening. It's just spinning its wheels now. Um, I mean, our heroes are advancing, but no, I kind of agree. It's especially disappointing because we know how well they can animate a fight. We've seen it before, and we just haven't gotten one in a while. Like, you don't have to show every fight. You can actually spend some time with characters just interacting with characters. And you don't have to put in stuff like... I mean, there's at least four minutes of this episode you can get rid of without actually caring about it. And it's all the random selection and then the montage of everybody else going with the random weapons. Like, what the fuck? Uh, hey, guess That's what my loved one's going to be? Um, I do... I was going to say I want this, and then I reconsidered. But I'm going to say that I want it anyway. Of uh, Mao and Say to have a cooking battle where they like obsessively build like a bento box at each other or something. I think you can make that work. If you want that episode, Food Wars already exists. That is fair. Yeah, but this is anime for child, Zach. You have to give them a sample of all the different types of anime. This, if you enjoyed this episode, perhaps you should check out. <laughs> Do you have a high point, Tyler? Man, actually, that's a surprisingly hard question, considering I was, like, kind of standing up for this episode. I think it's going to be the quick gag shot of the soda can being knocked out of Kerala's hand. That, that's very funny. Zach. Isla and Reiji in the field. Yeah, that's Oh, I forgot good. that was this episode. That seems like a million years ago. I l- it's because this episode drags so badly. Uh, I, I just, I love those two together. Like, they are great. I like the baseball premise. I think it's, like, a fun change of pace. The problem is we don't really need a pace change right now. Because we've been in this mode so long. We do need a pace change. It needs to pick up. Tyler, you have a low point. Again, I had one and it's our- Oh yeah, no, it's the Gashapon scene. Holy crap, the Gashapon scene. That was like three minutes of my life I'm never going to get back. Zach? The montage right after the Gachapon scene, because Tyler took the Gachapon scene. No, I like the montage. Where everybody has all of their different weapons, and they're like, hey, look at this thing, and I'm like, I don't care. I also like the Gachapon scene, because it's not like we see any, like, all the characters we see are ones we ostensibly care about. So, it's not like we see the Argentinian brothers and their weird weapon in a fight against someone. And they're um, a high gog. <laughs> I'm going to go with the hemorrhoids joke, because it's almost something, but it isn't. <laughs> that was so bad, I just forgot it existed. Do you have an MVP, Tyler? I'm going to give it to Isla for having something resembling character growth. Zach? I'm going to give it to Isla as well because I love that interaction with her. Actually, you know what? I'll give it to Reiji for the same, for the interaction with her, with uh, Isla. I think I'll give it to Luang for his Mr. Say. Mr. Reiji. Oh, man, you guys are cool. I can't <laughs> wait to have a fight with you. I guess it'll be baseball. That's weird. Oh, well. I kind of forgot that part was in here as well because I hated the rest of the stuff around it so much. But yeah, that is that is actually really great. It also shows that he's a cool dude. Yeah, and it sort of sets up a potential future fight with him if they want, with whatever character that could be. It doesn't, like, diminish his threat. It's a good way to get both of them over, uh, which is dangerous because it feels like nothing is advancing, like Zach said. It is kind of getting to the point where we're running out of heat potential heals. Yeah, well, we've got Isla, we, sort of. We've got the, we, the, the skeezy brothers with the high gog. I think it's the, the skeezy brothers with the high gog are the only characters that we haven't really seen anything from. Yeah, and Nils Nielsen is a weird tweener. 
But also a weird tween. <laughs> Anything else you want to say on this episode? I would like to say it's skippable, but the latest episode of the Meat Bun Chronicles is in it, so it's hard to say. Yeah, it's like I said, this is a bunch of, I, I don't think of it as filler. I just think of it as very repetitive, sort of like the bulk of the series almost. But it does have the Isla Ragey stuff attached on it, and that is well sparse throughout it to help pick it up. Like, I said there's a bad episode of Gundam Build Fighters, and I believe that there is one, and we haven't gotten to it yet. I did forget that has, forget that's maybe the best Isla Ragey stuff stapled onto it. Unfortunately, <laughs> the A plot is just nothing sub- minus nothing. So it's somehow negative nothing, and that's not something. Um, <laughs> more of just like a... Thing I've been referring to it as the Meat Bun Chronicles. I can't take credit for that. Jeremy mentioned that people were calling it that when the show came out. Yeah, the so, ship is called Meat Bun, typically. So I'm like, <laughs> I just want to make sure people know I'm not that smart. I think we've mentioned that before, but yeah. if not, now we have. Um, are you ready to race ahead to the next episode, Zach? Uh, uh, so next week we have Codename C. So I guess next week we're getting into Mario Kart, another game I hate. <laughs> oh, man, I hope it's actually Mario Kart. Next week is something, I'll tell you guys that. Podcast ended. <laughs> <laughs>